Welcome everybody to the My Own Business with DJB podcast. I am DJB and my special guest who is joining me today, right as the finale of his new show comes out, Marcus Calendar. What's up y'all? How you doing? Can, 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 that's okay, we can keep that. Can you, <laughs> can you tell everybody who doesn't know who you are, who you are, please? Okay, uh, I'm Marcus Calendar. I am an actor and a writer. Um, but as an actor, you might know me from Power. I played Ray Ray on there. I killed Rainer, unfortunately. Um, and I also played Power on the Wu-Tang American Saga on Hulu. Um, I've also done a whole bunch of TV stuff. So if you watch a lot of TV, you might have caught my face at least once. If you watch a little bit of TV, you might have caught his face once. Because this nigga is out here. <laughs> How I know Marcus is... He actually was the homie's couch nigga. Yes, I was. Yes, because <laughs> he he came from New York, and I believe you. What did you come out here for? Yo, I came out here to 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 flip the script a little bit. Mm-hmm. I you came just, out you here just needed a, a new. I mean, that's a whole story. I don't know if you want me to tell you the story as to like what made me come to L.A. That's a whole oh, story. Oh, there's a story. That's Danny. That. Okay. But yes, okay. please, tell me the story of how you <laughs> got to whole LA. Story. Why did you, okay. How did you get to LA? So basically, um, uh, I'm, from, I'm from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Um, so back in, I want to say back in 2017, I went through kind of like a, I went through like a real interesting phase in my career. I was, I was, I was kind of, I was working a lot up until that point, like I was, like kind of booking things like back to back mm-hmm. and then shit just stopped I just shit just wasn't coming for me um, so I kind of went through this like you know like this kind of depressive stage where like I just wasn't doing you shit needed, was you need some diff- that's usually the time in like people's life where they cut their hair right or right, dye shit like, hair right. Shit. exactly if I had locks I might have cut them nigga you yeah, know I went through that phase and I had red hair <laughs> I wish that I wasn't filming when that happened, right. <laughs> but I was. There is a couple of episodes of the FYI where I had red hair, and I I wasn't too proud of it. But okay, it is okay. what it is. But yeah, that's um, what you with you. Your hair cutting was coming to LA. My hair cutting was coming to LA, but the way it happened was I did this workshop. I ended up doing this workshop out in Connecticut, like just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Um, and it was my first time being. It was a it was a workshop for this like new new play. Okay. And it was my first time like being around amongst theater folks in a minute because right. I've been doing a lot of TV. I come from the theater. Theater. Okay. That's how I learned that. Okay. But I hadn't been around it in a while because I was doing a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. So doing this workshop was kind of like my first time like kind of like being in that world again yeah I get to Connecticut I'm looking around I'm like man I miss being upset I miss that life you know um and then I kind of had this moment where like where I was staying like it it had this like just it was a lot of like water around it Mm -hmm. and I just kind of had this moment and it hit me like a ton of bricks that I had to move to LA, like it was time, okay, type thing. Cause like before that, a lot of people, even when I was working on Power, I remember Courtney Kemp, who's the creator of Power. Yeah, yeah. I remember after, I, um, like on my last day of filming, 
she was like, you need to, you need to be in L.A. Mm. I said, what? I was like, yeah, everybody keeps telling me that. She said, no, 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 no. You need to go to L.A. That's, that'll be a good place for you. So she kind of planted a seed then. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when she took, because I had, I've been hearing it a lot. Like, you know, like I'll have colleagues be like, yo, you should go to L.A. Like, maybe L.A. be a good move for you. But when she told me that kind of like, it, it, it solidified it for you. Yeah, it yeah. hit different. Okay. So when I was in Connecticut, that shit just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh shit. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time to make that leap. As soon as I had that thought, I immediately called my manager. I said, yo, I think it's time we do the LA thing. She said, yep, cool, let's do it. She didn't hesitate enough. She was with it. She, right. she know where to work at. Right. <laughs> also, I mean, but I had a girlfriend at the time. Oh, no. Who I was living with. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Were we living together yet? She was, she, we weren't living together yet. She was, we weren't living together yet. Okay. We weren't living together yet, but we were like together. Yeah. So I told her, I said, yo, now I told her, prepared for her to be like, damn, damn, like, you know, like, I'm going to miss you type shit. You were prepared for but her I'm, to be depressed. But I'm going, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't telling, telling her this to hear what she says and, should I stay or should I go? I'm going. You weren't asking her, you were telling Yeah, her. I'm telling her. Okay. So I hit her up. I said, yo, I think it's time for me to move on. And what she said? She said, oh, okay. Well, I want to come with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, in the moment, it was like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Come. Because, you know. When you know when you make a big leap like that, like if someone says they want to come with you, it's kind of you know it kind of like makes it a little easier. Kinda right, like, right, for sure. You know, you what have I mean? some sense of home. Yes. Okay, I get it. <clears throat> so it was all of a sudden me going to LA turned into us going to LA. Ah. So decided to move to LA. I did the workshop, got back, um, and what my manager her suggestion was. I should go to LA, take some meetings, kind of like get my feet wet out there, like, you know, meet some people before I just up and move. I said, perfect, let's do it. Right. I went out there, I was supposed to be out there for like, the plan was to be out there for like a week. The plan was supposed to be out there for a week or two weeks. Uh-huh. I ended up standing a month. Mm. Because uh, one meeting led to the next meeting, which led to the next hey, meeting. Doors, the doors was opening. Doors. doors was opening. That's but, beautiful. But, bigger than the doors opening it was kind of like everything that's 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 the beautiful thing about it oh i'm about to tell y'all the story that's the beautiful thing about it the thought of moving to la hit me so strong uh-huh. that i literally everything i did moving forward was on faith it was based off of not nah, like there's, I've never felt, I never had that kind of feeling before where like something told me like, yo, you gotta go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I felt like God was talking to me like, yo, you need to move to LA. And literally everything fell right into place. You know what I'm saying? You know what I love about this nigga's story? What? So far, this nigga was like, so me <laughs> turned into us going to LA. So anyway, I went to LA. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You don't have to if you don't want to, but go ahead. No, I'll tell you. It's all good. That was years ago. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that so so um, I did the workshop. 
I get back, manager's like, yo, you should go to LA. Decided to go to LA for like, supposed to go for a week, that turned into a month. Turned into two weeks, this which really this, was a month. Right. Yeah, the doors was opening. The doors was opening. Yeah. So in that time, in that time I was out there, that was around the time where the me killing Raina thing was about to come out. That didn't oh, okay. even come out yet. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I did that. The day, like around the time I came back to New York, that episode dropped. Mm. So like it was just kinda like like all of a sudden it's like, yo, who is this guy? Right. Who killing Ray? Whoa, whoa, who is this? What? What what? So from there, yo, also, I was broke as fuck. Yes. I was broke as fuck. Right. I didn't have no money, man. So it's like, okay, I'm I'm about to move to LA, but with what money? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And besides New York, LA is the most expensive place to be. LA is very expensive. New York, Frisco, and Hawaii. LA is the most expensive place to be. Absolutely. And Miami, I guess. Ab- oh, but who the fuck? I just came lives back in, from Miami. Who the fuck lives in Miami besides Diddy? I just came back from Miami. And shit, nice. That's another story. All right, we'll get there. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> Put a, put a pin in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't have any money, so I remember when I was in LA, taking these meetings. Like one of the meetings I took was with, with was with the agency I'm with now, and I told them I said, they're like, oh, you're gonna move out here. I said, yep. But in my head, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do that. Right. But yeah. Right. Yes, for sure. I'm doing. Got to go with it. I'm. I'm yes. Got to take the opportunity for sure. I get back to New York. My girlfriend was holding my crib down while I was in New York, while I was in L.A. Mm. That's how we kind of ended up living together. Because uh. it was like, okay, well, you're coming to L.A. with me. Okay, I guess we might as well live together the remaining time of the year right, right, right. until we move to L.A. together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where shit went haywire. Oh, so so y'all lived together and that's when shit got fucked up. Yeah, because we, we had only been together like three, four months. Ah. It was fresh as fuck. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are we moving in together for? But it was, you know, we we loved each other and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I came back to New York. The power stuff was popping. Yo. Thank God for residuals. Facts. Thank God for residuals. I did a TV show in 2016 called The Breaks. Mm. VH1. Those residuals hit. Danny, a fan of The Breaks. Breaks. You watch The Breaks? Word. That's where I originally knew you from. Oh, word? I play a cat named Scooby on that show. Yeah? Yeah. Um, It's about the, it's it's another show about the music industry. It takes place in the 90s. Um, you seem to have a niche of, of, of rock. I know, I'm like doing all this music shit. That's dope. I'm doing all this music. I mean, it is dope, but it's it's interesting how that how that kind of has, because even before that, like I was almost in the Straight Outta Compton movie. I almost played Dr. Dre. Yep. I That's heard a about whole that. Other story. Oh, I heard about that story. You did? That's one yeah, of our questions. You flew, out, you flew out to LA, yes, you I auditioned mm-hmm. for Dr. Dre. And, and Ice Cube. Oh yeah, yeah. You know it's funny. I uh, I I auditioned for Rent. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. I was like, um, we had a we had a so it was rapping, and one of the dudes who was working on uh, Straight Outta Compton, I forgot what that nigga does, <laughs> what that nigga name is, bro. If you watch my podcast and you a fan, I am so sorry about that. 
I am so sorry about that. I gotta look at my close-up cam. I'll be fucking up. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that, bro. I don't know you anymore. But that nigga was like, yo, I think you could be MC Ren. I seen you on that stage. You was rocking, yo, and you kind of look like Ren. So I looked up NWA and I was like, I do kind of look like yeah. that nigga Ren. Like I can fuck, I can fuck around and get this role, yeah. right? I went to that audition at a gym, nigga. They had the fucking line wrapped around. Oh, they had like open calls and shit. Yeah, I had to go to the open call. And and so I was calling this nigga. I was like, bro, like, I know you got the end on everything. Like, I'm in this long ass line. Like, can you give me my audition? He was like, let me see what I could do. Let me call you back. And that nigga just like never called. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So I just ended up waiting the line. And a sign that I knew I probably wasn't gonna get the role is when I got to the front they was like so who you think you look like oh wow like, oh, y'all couldn't even tell so who, who I think, think I'm going like. I was like I'm going for Ren and the lady was like mm. <laughs> I was like I am not about to get this fucking role That's but funny. I'm gonna try and then I did it and I did not get it <laughs> but you did <laughs> But no, you got a roll. I, I, I got a roll. I didn't right. get the roll. I thought I was gonna get the roll. Right. Um, but yeah, man. That was cause the whole internet. Job. It was really easy, but I just hated doing the job. I just you know imagine I mean? that you took that job so that you could get um, free plays. Like you want to see free plays? No, I didn't get it for that. You I a lesbian? What you get a job on Broadway? But for? it's musicals, though. It's not like real shit. Oh, that's not real acting. It, Broadway ain't real acting. No, let it be known then. <laughs> not that Broadway is not real acting. It's just I never. Been I didn't get that show to watch. To, to, for the work like I watched I, I got that job for the flexibility because you had your, your days free for auditions ah, you know what I mean so it was and night time show time was night time so you only had your to only shift was before curtain and intermission That's and it. you was auditioning like that yeah where you needed to have your days free for that oh I was that? auditioning a lot that's the thing it's like I, I was auditioning a lot you know what I mean but you know you only get a few yeses that's, that's the whole thing you know what I'm saying so like when I was doing that, when I was doing that job, that's when I, you know, I got the call. Like, a friend of mine actually, she hit me up. Like, yo, I got an early copy of Billboard magazine, and it says that you're gonna be playing Dr. Dre. I said, get the fuck out of here. I hate. Get the that. fuck out of here. I'm like at my job and with this big it? ass box. And you read it? I couldn't read it yet because it hadn't it hadn't released to the public yet. Okay. But I called my managers like, yo. They're saying that I, I got this part. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, they didn't contact us. Mm. That's what was fishy about the whole thing. Like, okay. Why Why all these news outlets saying it? But saying that you ain't nobody told me Dre, nothing. But anybody told you or your team. Right. Okay. So that's what was the whole fishy thing about it, man. And it ended up not, ended up not being my role. But they did... You know, it was like the, it was like the the NBA finals or some shit. Yeah. Like if, when both teams is in the finals, they make the commercial for each team winning, mm-hmm. so that right when the team win, you mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. So yeah. you was like on a veil for Dr. Dre. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt but like. Did they tell you you was on a veil for Dr. Dre? Do they tell you you're on a veil when you get a movie? No. Oh, they either you get the call or you don't. Yeah. Mm. You mean like do they tell you like if you're like being considered type thing? So you know what a veil is? 
what do you mean by that? So, in commercials out here, at least, mm -hmm. at least in the game I'm in, uh, I get put on a veil a lot, meaning stay available oh, because I it's see. between you and one other person. I see. I see. I'm I on see. three. I'm on three avails right now. I see. Like, nigga, I'm like. So you mean so? Okay, I guess stay available. I think is what it means. So the the term I'm used to hearing is like you're a hole. Mm, okay. So I guess it's kind of like. Did they say you? I guess no. The they didn't even give me that. They didn't tell you that. <laughs> they didn't even give me that because mm. it was what was supposed to happen was because when I came to L. A. That was the test. I was tested. Mm -hmm. So I tested as Dr. Dre and I tested as, as Ice Cube. When when you test, then you just wait to hear. If you right. For sure. Well, and then testing is a good is a good sign too. That that they fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. So you an actor, actor. Right. <laughs> when they test you, it's like okay. We love what you do. We just got to see if it works with what the, the overall vision is. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I ended up not getting it. Um, they gave me a smaller role. and But, I, you know, I'm still a part of the, the film. But why I moved to L.A.? The whole L.A. move. Because you was going through some shit. I was going through some shit. I was broke. <laughs> I got back from L.A. after being here for a month. Moved in with my girlfriend. I had no money, but the residuals is a motherfucker. Mm. My residuals they for the day. came in, and that shit gave me the money that I needed to come to, to LA. move to LA. So, 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 the timing of that. Correct was me. Correct me if I'm wrong. What? Because there's a very good correlation between niggas being broke and relationships going south. <laughs> <laughs> so. You go back and your girl's holding your spot, <coughs> but you broke. Yeah. And shit just happens to go sour. Yeah. It's not on paper that it was about the money, but <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you have already committed in your mind, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And yeah. then you get a bag. Yeah. That Could that bag have fixed things? The relationship? Yeah, or no, it was, right. it was well, salvageable. Well, this is what happened. Not only did I get the residuals, I ended up like booking a job like shortly after that too. In LA? No, in New York. I oh. did an episode of this show called Blind Spot, <clears throat> and they like pay me really well for it. Mm. And um, so that was also like a part of it too. Like I ended up, I remember like you know like I, I like kind of like treated her to some some shit yeah. for like you know yeah, yeah. the nigga that. Yeah, nah, appreciate you know it. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did that like, fix? Did that fix what was going? On? <laughs> I mean, the relationship ain't work out because in living together, one the, the the stakes were raised very high yeah. because it's like okay, we're living together now, but we about to move to LA together. Mm -hmm. So like, all of a sudden, shit started to like mean more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if 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 something like bothered me, it like really bothered me. Cause then it's like, okay, am I trying to deal with this in LA? Right. Everything became, am I trying to deal with this in LA? Uh, yeah. okay. That's what that was. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then ultimately we 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 broke up because uh, we broke up because I had a friend who she was a little suspicious that. We might have had something more than friendship, mm -hmm. which at the time we didn't. 
at the time this nigga said. But afterwards, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> this nigga said. So her, me, and her suspicions ended up being true. They were, they were, they were true. They but were it true. wasn't true when she said it. That's that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a nigga, bro. I understand. <laughs> I know what the fuck. So all kinds of things. Right. This nigga shit. This nigga yeah, shit in the story sure. too. I understand. Uh, yes. So we broke up. But that's how it was supposed to be. There was no way I would have... I had to do this L.A. journey by myself. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I had to go through the, the what I had to go through. Um, right. So, yeah, man. I moved to L.A. in 2018. That's cool, man. Um, I moved... Technically, I moved December 21st of 2017. I moved right before the New Year. So... December 29th of 2017. Oh, that's, that's kind of specific. Yes. And... I guess it's not that odd that you'll remember that because it's like right before New Year. Oh, I remember because the day before I flew out here, I had to move out of my apartment, and that was a whole thing. Mm. That was a whole, whole. It was cold as fuck that night. Yeah. yeah, it was cold. See, that's I love New York. Okay, but them winters, bro. Yeah, them winters will make me never ever move there, man. For real, it's cold. All right, so it's a couple yeah. questions that I will not ask you. <laughs> And that will be, how did you get started acting? Mm. Do you want to know why? Because every fucking interview I looked up about you, he was like, oh, it's crazy because I was like a class clown. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally then, what I was just about yeah. to ask. And then my English teacher. <laughs> my Ms. English Ms. teacher. Miss Ballman. Miss Ballman. Miss Ballman. Yes. She had me read The Crucifix. <laughs> She did, right? She did, and I was—I just acted out. You know what I'm saying? I just acted out, and I did my shit. You know what I'm Yo! saying? And she pulled me aside and said, "You need to act." That's and what it's happened. crazy how it lined up because the school was doing a raisin in the sun. Yeah. At the, time. the school was doing a raisin That's at the what sun. Happened. And then I tried out for that shit. I did, and I got it, yeah. and I killed it. Yeah. And there was a lot of shit that you wanted to do before that. You wanted to be a fucking uh, uh, what's that bitch called? Whoa, uh, whoa, tech, whoa. Uh, co- tech, uh, a software, software engineer. engineer. Yes, I did. You wanted to be a software engineer. I did. You wanted to be a ball player. Because right. you, cause I was on the team. You was on the team. Yeah. And uh, you could still ball, but yeah. you're not that nice. Nah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no. But after acting, bro, yeah. you realized that that was it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like everything else fell by the wayside. Yep. And then. You went to. It starts with a P. Starts with a P. What school did you go to? Purchase. It went to purchase. You very proud of purchase, bro. I know that you're proud of purchase. That's what Weston Snipes went to school, right? Yes, he did. And um, Stanley Tucci went to. Yeah, Tucci, young look, young Tucci. (laughs) (laughs) Edie Falco went to purchase. Who is that? From the from uh the Sopranos. Edie Mm, Falco. Okay, I am not good at white people's names. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Edie uh, Falco is a wonderful actor. No, and then when I see him, Parker I'll be like... Parker Posey also went to purchase. You said Parker Posey? Yeah, I'm naming mad white people. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, but like, it, it's that's who has had the opportunities in yes. this industry before like the last like eight years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, You know what I mean? So historically, <laughs> you're going to be able to name those success stories before this is, you're There's some more people. The names ain't coming to me right now. And then... Who? Ving Rames. Ving Rames. Ving Rames did go to purchase. He also went to Juilliard, but yes, he did go to purchase. Also, like, 
it seems like there's like a lot of pride in people going to those schools, like mm -hmm. those those performing arts schools. It's very similar to like HBCU pride. Yeah, kind of is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. motherfuckers be repping their shit proud. Like, yeah. like don't get me started on a Juilliard motherfucker. Right. Like, right. like Juilliard motherfuckers is worse than Harvard motherfuckers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Nobody cares that much. But, but um. You are you seem very proud of that, right? Like proud to go to purchase, yeah. Absolutely. Like what was it about purchase that made you that gave you this like pride? Um from an actor's perspective, uh purchase so like we're known in the industry as like the actors with like grit. Like that's 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 what people know our work as to being like we we like get dirty and like we're not, you know, very quote unquote like traditional. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. Although we get this you know, we get the classical training. We're trained just as well as, as the Juilliard kids, just as well as the NYU grad kids. Okay. Um So NYU is held up to those? NYU grad, yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's different than NYU. And there's NYU because so, there's a grad program and there's an undergrad program. Okay. The grad program is kind of like I feel like that's where it's at. Oh, okay. Um, the, the undergrad program is cool too, but it's not as like focused as the grad program. Oh, okay. Yeah, in LA, like the top acting schools is probably um, like Cal State Northridge, mm -hmm. um, Cal Arts. Huh? Cal Arts. I never hear that that much, but it's definitely um, Northridge. Um, Santa Monica. Okay. USC. Uh, not USC. ACT. That's in um, San Diego. Yeah. I'm capping, bro. That's, that's like, <laughs> one of them is a community college, bro. They're, okay. just, they're not performing arts schools at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I had, I had to tell the truth. But, um, um, I said all that to say because you look at yourself as a theater actor, right? That's where I started. That's where you started? Mm -hmm. Do you prefer theater or do you prefer TV? Um, as an actor, I prefer theater because, you know, it's live and, you know, mm -hmm. that's really where you get to hone in on your instrument. As a, as a regular human being who, you know, who got bills to pay. TV pay better. TV, TV pay better Hell for yes. sure. Hell yes. For sure. Absolutely. But do you feel like it's more that goes into being like a TV person, personality somewhere? I mean, I feel like I feel like there's 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 things to master in both crafts. There's things to master on stage. There's things to master in front of the camera. Like both mediums, you know, have respect. In there's respect in this in each medium. Okay. Um, but there's something about the stage, man. Like you can't, you know. There's no starting, stopping. You right. know what I mean? It's live. It's right there. You know what I mean? Even like the rehearsal process, I kind of miss that. I get that. The rehearsal, you know, you rehearse for three, four weeks. You know what I'm saying? You spend like a substantial amount of time with a cast and, you know, you get to know each other. And, you know what I mean? Like just to be able to like tell a story. In fact, the same story every day. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Eight shows a week. That's that's and how do I make it fresh every night? I you know what I mean? I think it's a good time for a round of celebrity network. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for everybody tuning in, celebrity network works like this. We're gonna pour up some shots for me and Danny and Marcus. And I'm gonna have the people behind the camera give us a random celebrity and we're gonna guess their network. Whoever is the closest 
to this Celebrities Network does not have to drink this shot. <laughs> Feel free to play along at home. <laughs> so, um, uh, Evan, what do you think? Who do you think our, our first celebrity would be? And this is going to be my round of Celebrity Network. Feel free to call around whenever you want to. Feel okay. free to call around whenever you want to. Um, let's say, yeah, um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone? Who, who is that? <laughs> okay, uh -uh. Ryan Gosling. Mm, Ryan Gosling, I know him. That's so <laughs> Ryan Gosling, but not Emma Stone. Because Ryan Gosling is the dude from, They've done um, movies together. Which one? Uh... They did a movie together. Because Emma Stone. La La Land, that's right. Emma, I didn't see that one. Emma Stone and um, Scarlett Johansson, the same person to me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ryan Gosling, Deadpool, let's get it. Um, no, Deadpool. I, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke, because they actually look like the same guy. They kind of do. Right, I feel like they made a joke about that on Deadpool. But that's easy. Um, Ryan Gosling is definitely worth uh, $64 million. Go ahead, Morgan. Ryan Gosling. I'm going to say like 15. Mm. Ooh, that's all the notebook getting them? <laughs> I'll, I'll say 30 mil. 30, 64, 15. Y'all niggas got to take shots. It's $70 million. The notebook! He got other shit beside that. Sure, could have fooled me. And then that drive-in movie. Cheers. Yeah, that one that nobody saw but everybody knows of. Ain't he like driving through LA tunnels the whole time? I love it. I love it. So, this is what I want to ask about you. Because niggas were trying to figure out a lot about you before we got here, and all we learned was Miss Ballman. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with your social media? Why you don't be on that? You, you be retweeting the Wu-Tangs and I, shit. I retweet Wu-Tangs. Right. And then you post pictures on Instagram saying, go watch Wu-Tang. <laughs> I do. But like, you don't you don't give a lot of yourself I don't. to social media. And I want to know true. why that was. Because you are a very warm personality. Like, every time I talk to you, I like talking to you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people would gravitate towards that personality if you gave it to them more. But why don't you give them more? What's what's the what's the meaning that you don't do it? Um, is it something you want to work on? Like, I mean, yeah, it is something. I mean, I think first of all, appreciate. I think. Um, um, I'm old school, man. I think it's because I'm old school. In the sense that, like, when I came out of school, like, social media wasn't, like, the thing that, like, was the thing. Okay. When I came out of school, it was like, can you act? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, what's your resume looking like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how many jobs you booked? Mm -hmm. That was the concern. So, I think I'm, like, I'm having a hard time, like, kind of transitioning out. I'm, I'm having what, a hard time. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> up all the audio. He's going to hear <laughs> so yeah, I, I was when I was 
earlier in life, I really thought that I was gonna be a <laughs> goddamn welters. <laughs> um, yeah, I think yeah, I came out of when I came out, like I was, it was, it was just very much about the work. And then found so the I ones think. in his pocket. <laughs> Take this nigga's fruit. Snack, <laughs> but no, it, 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 yeah, was, it was very about much, the acting. It was very much about the work. So like. Mm-hmm. I think I'm like I'm having a hard time like kind of like getting out of that mentality, um, but I mean this season like I've, I've been getting a lot of love on social media, mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, so I, I, you're right. I probably should engage more, but I'm a private person, man. I don't I don't want everybody seeing my shit. Everybody don't gotta know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But. Um, it's pros and it's pros. There's I pros think it's pros and cons, and cons to it. it. Like, there are people that like feel like they're very private people. Like, in the respect that you're saying, mm-hmm. I usually have more musical references mm-hmm. when I talk to people. And I know you're from an acting background, but like, you're like approaching the game like a Kendrick type, mm, type deal. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, Kendrick yeah. is not on social media at all. Right. You get what I'm saying? But right. when his presence is known, it's really known because. Right. It, the work show, the work speaks for itself you get what I'm saying yeah but then there's also other people who are present on social media mm-hmm. and their work still speaks for itself right. and I feel like I've seen your work mm-hmm. I know that you're at a level of acting where you don't you don't have to prove that you know how to act right. anymore you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying now you can if you want to you can continue I feel like you can continue the route you're going mm-hmm. And you will continue to be successful. You won't stop booking shit. Right. But I have gone on auditions where they ask, how many Instagram followers you got? Right. Have you yeah. ever gotten that? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. But I know that it exists. That exists, for yeah. sure. And it and it doesn't do anything but help you. Like, right. There's a lot of musicians mm-hmm. that get a lot of acting roles mm-hmm. because they have a following. And I noticed that it's regional a lot, too. Like, like hey... I don't know if you up on it. Do you watch BMF? I've watched the pilot. Okay, yeah, um, for sure. Like, but there's a rapper on there, Cash Doll. Oh, I know who Cash Doll is. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cash Doll's on there. Yeah. She plays she plays a, a character mm-hmm. on there, and she's from Detroit. Right. BMF takes place in Detroit. They put Cash Doll in there. Right. She has a big like social presence. Yes, she It's does. a good look for the for them to put them on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Which let me, we're going to get back to the social media, but okay. I didn't want to lose this question while I got it. Okay. What kind of goons do Joey Badass and Lala have where what? anything that takes place in New York, them niggas got to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? There's nothing, no there's nothing that takes place in New York <laughs> on television where I don't get a Lala or a Joey Badass appearance. <laughs> And I'm not mad at it. Right. I just notice it. I'm like, hmm. That's interesting. I don't know, man. The, don't is know. Suge Knight's son managing both of them? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no. I do know both of them, though. They're both mad cool. Yeah. No, nah, I, I love know. both of them. I That's only want to. I only would like to, like, see one of them naked. But <laughs> they both seem like really cool people. They you really know what I'm saying? Do. Yeah. But I just noticed, I was like, damn, they really got a, a chokehold on New York television. There's a lot of things that film in New York, which is what, yeah, which is why it. I was so, <laughs> which is why I was so reluctant to even move to LA because I was like, I'm in New York, like I'm, there's a bunch of shit filming, mm-hmm. I'm fine. But, but LA definitely opened shit up for me. 
I mean, even on Wu, like Kim Coleman is the casting director of, um, of Wu Tang, mm-hmm. and actually, she is she's the LA casting director. She's the casting director of Wu Tang. She cast the original cast, the the all the series regular. She cast that. But like when it comes to like the everyday, the New York casting director. Fun fact: her and I went to school together. Emily Fleischer. She went to telecommunications. No, 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 no. She went to SUNY Purchase. I know. Telecommunications, where I went to high school, though. Right. <laughs> That's where Miss Bauman gets her checks. Yes, Miss Bauman, love you. You're probably not watching, but love you. <laughs> you got you know her at name. I'll make a clip out of her. I don't know. <laughs> But I kind of want to go back a little bit. Like, okay. what was it like growing up in Brooklyn as a kid and uh, growing up in a West Indian household? Wow. Okay. So I grew up in um, Brownsville, New York. I mean, Brownsville, Brooklyn. I was kind of like on the border of uh, East Flatbush. So where I lived, it was yeah, purely West Indians. Um, There's just a part of Brooklyn that's West Indian. Yep. And that's like where you, you go, If you go to Flatbush, it literally says "Welcome to the West Indies of Brooklyn." Oh, okay. Um, so I was, that's where I was at. I was in, I was on, I was in Brownsville, but like, if you cross the street, you in East Flatbush, mm-hmm. basically. Um, where I went to elementary school was in Brownsville. Me and Rizzo actually went to the same elementary school. No shit. Yeah, man. That's, that's crazy shit, right? Yeah. Right. For sure. And um, he just said you was his favorite character, didn't he? Raekwon said I was his favorite character. Uh, yeah, you saw the Hot 97? Hell no, nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was just talking about it before we started talking. <laughs> yeah, I did man, not see it, but I, I was believe just it. in Miami with these guys, yo. That was... I bet, but like, I bet you're Raekwon's favorite character because that was Raekwon's favorite person in real life. Like, yeah, you man. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, okay, so, power. Okay. I noticed that you got a very bigger role season two yeah. than in season one. Mm-hmm. Who did you have to sleep with to get that? <laughs> <laughs> so the way the, they set up the show is that, so season one, season one is kind of, you know, just kind of giving context. Okay. As to like where the characters come from and, you know, like the everyday, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I feel like for my character, season one, you know... Powers, powers a boss. Facts. He's a, he, just, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Oh. Okay. <laughs> and yes. then like Raekwon yes. is like jazz. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. He's a boss. So he was just doing boss shit. So like a lot of the, 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 the storytelling that they had in season one, that had nothing to do with him. He was on some other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So season two was kind of like where his, his role came into play. Because they were talking more business in that. Right. Right. Okay. But it's like, but also like, you know, like I know season two, like, you know, shapes my character to be, you know, like the money guy, which, you know, he is. But at the same time, too, like power is a, like they call him power for a reason. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he, his, his name stretches very, very long. A lot of niggas know who the fuck this nigga is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And he's got a lot of respect in the streets for just who he is straight up. And with that. That helped Wu, you know what I mean? Like, be able to, like, go to places that they go. <clears> maneuver the way they was able to right, maneuver. Right, exactly. You okay. Know what I'm so, I actually asked um, Tristan this question. Ever. He plays Thug Yoda on Insecure. 
the blood on Insecure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I met asked, him. I met him. Yeah, no, that nigga funny as hell. Mm -hmm. So I asked him about connecting with a character. Like, when you're making the character, and this was an amazing quote I heard from you, is that, like, you were saying that people should do stage acting because it helps them understand who they are. Mm -hmm. Because every character is inside of you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And you can you can portray any character if you are self-aware you yeah. know what i mean mm -hmm. how do you connect with a character who is like a piece of shit like <laughs> what like, you mean i'm talking about ray ray oh, specifically. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i mean like like because there's something in you that had to like to connect with this character you had just find me like this little bitch you gotta go um the way that the way that even came about the f so my first my character first appeared in season three of episode ten. Okay. I was only supposed to be on that episode. Okay. But Courtney, she liked what I did so much that she said, "Yo, I want to bring you back next season." I said, "All right, cool." I didn't know what the fuck she was gonna have me come back to do. That's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I had sure. no idea. Nor did I really think she was gonna do that, cause in this business, you know, people tell you a lot of shit, but you know, sometimes it right, happens. Right, he's like, oh yeah, I, I right. love it. Right, and just exactly. See what happens. Yeah. So I was filming. I was actually filming season four of Power while I was also filming the breaks. I was filming both shows at the same time. Okay. So like literally on set for one show one day, on set for the other show the next day. Um. So. I, when I showed up the next season, I didn't know how shit was going to play out. I didn't know I was going to kill Raina okay. until the table read. Mm. Like, I got the script and I read it and I was like, what the fuck? Right. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? So for that, that was just, that was, I, I, I went to the gun range. Yeah. I had a day at the gun range to like, just kind of like, just train with guns and just kind of like get into that mode of like being a cop and you know what yeah. I mean like they, they really put me through the ringers for that and I, I just I just I just found it somewhere you know Yo, what I mean I where is that place that's what I'm trying to figure out where is that place well, that's the thing that connects you and this character to justifying your actions and killing the little girl I understand that you had to do it I just want to know where your head was like hey this little bitch gotta go she gotta go yeah, like you where, go. where'd you have to go to? You were you in a, a cop's mindset? Were you in like the 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 goon mindset? I was in I was in the mindset of I her the, or me because like she was. I was in, in the mindset of survival <clears throat> because at that point she was I, like collateral damage. She was she was well she was collateral damage, but also too like the reason what made me kill her was the fact that she knew who I was. Mm -hmm. She was about to you know like wrap me up. Oh, okay. She said, I know who you are, Ray Ray. Mm -hmm. And that was a problem. She knew too much. You know what I mean? So it was all survival, mm -hmm. really. You she know what I mean? So that's that was the situation of like what how far would you go just to, you know, make sure that you're alive. You a copper or goon in that sense. Like an investigate that was an investigative mindset or that was like a gangster mindset. That might have been a, a gangster mindset. That's a gangster mindset. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, I just need to know that. I get that now. It was cold as fuck the night that we filmed the it looked cold. It looked cold. cold. I thought it was fake. It was so fucking cold. We <laughs> shot over by like uh, Columbia <clears throat> University. Mm. It was cold, man. Victoria Mahoney directed that episode. That's right. She directed Star Wars. Damn. Oh, okay. The recent Star Wars. Like, she directed one of the Star Wars recently. 
she's dope as fuck. She's to this day one of my favorite directors to work with because she's she knows what she wants and how she wants it. Oh, okay. Clear as day. She makes it very she makes it easy to act for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because sometimes directors, you know, like they. They want to try this. They want to try that. She knows exactly what she wants, where she where she wants it. It's like she's she's clear. What did and you like, study? What did you study to become power? Like where did you channel? How did how did you how did you? So season one is different from season two. Right? Yeah, I, I so, can see that. For right. Sure. <laughs> so season one, I didn't meet power until seven episodes in, hmm. and before I met him, you know, I was a little, you know, I was just kind of like a little wary, like okay, like. Wait, the, right the real guy power? Yeah. I didn't meet him until seven episodes in. Oh, that's hard. And the way I met him was in a very power-like fashion, actually, too. <laughs> Basically, he had, like, somebody that, that works for him. She was kind of, like, contacting me on Instagram. But I, like, I was I thought it was fishy at first. Yeah. I don't know who she is. But she was like, yo, I work for power. You know, like... He wants to reach out to you, blah, blah, blah. So I was kind of like dodging her for a couple of weeks. But then I kind of finally responded. She was like, yo, give me your number and I'm going to have him call you. Weeks go by, weeks go by, weeks go by. I get this random text. Uh-huh. Yo, what's up? It's OG Power. <laughs> he identifies himself as OG Power? Well, his name is Oliver Grant. So that OG, That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So... You know who gave him the name Power? Uh, Master Killer. Oh. Master Killer, one of the members <laughs> of the Wu-Tang. That's all right. Um, so he texts me like, yo, this is OG Power. I said, oh, shit, word, yo. So we spoke on the phone. Our first conversation lasted three hours. Why? Because we just clicked. We just naturally clicked. You know what I mean? Like, we were just talking. Because we both from New York. So, like, uh-huh. we was just... Chopping it up and you know what I mean and like for they me, talked about like your favorite bodega or something. We just we talked about we talked about all we talked about all kinds of shit. Pete could talk, man. Pete he got a lot to say. That's tight. Bro. You know what I mean? And so like we were just chopping it up and it was just like the whole time I'm just like, yo, I can't believe I'm talking to you. Right. Yo, the nigga that I'm playing on TV right now. That's hard as hell. Talking to this nigga right now. Then after I get off I was on set when I was talking to Damn. We we the reason I had three hours because you because on set. Well, <laughs> that yeah, that's that's exactly, right, right, <laughs> exactly. You got a lot of time. But we had we had gotten delayed because it was raining. We was out in Staten, mm. and next thing you know, we on the lunch break. Ad comes like yo, or the PA comes. He's like yo, we got a visitor. I'm like who the fuck is a visitor? Is that no? Right. He's like yo, what's up? It was power. Hey. Like, oh shit. What's up, you know? So we met, and, like, he came into my trailer. We chopped it up again, maybe for, like, an hour or two. And from there, we kind of just, like, we kind of stayed connected. You know what I mean? Come season two, pandemic hit. Yo, when the pandemic hit, me and him talked on the phone pretty much every day for hours. For real? Yes. Every day for hours about all kinds of shit. He's the reason I moved to New Jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was Why? living in what Brooklyn. Happened? Well, he just put me on. He said, yo, move to New Jersey. He just had mad game yeah. for you always. Because I was about to move. I was thinking about moving back to Harlem because I used to live in Harlem back in the day. He's like, nah, move to New Jersey, son. Come to New Jersey. Go fuck with it. 
said New Jersey. Nah, like that's yeah. I, I noticed know. that's a, a reoccurring theme. And nigga, any nigga that get money in New York move to Jersey. We be moving to Jersey because yeah. it's it's just it's just money well spent. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean. It's a little more affordable. It's not too hard to get back to the city it's if not. you need to. I got a car now, so like it's just it's just better. Nice. It's just better. So he was right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, for sure. Um, I don't know too many people who claim New York and don't live in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Jersey. Yeah. Hey, um, but you're a real New Yorker. Right. <laughs> so during the pandemic, we spoke like every day. Every day. Every day we, we spoke on the phone. Who called who? Either I would call him or he would call me. That's how his phones work. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> and... But like we would talk for hours, bro. Like for real. That's we crazy. For, I mean, a lot of niggas had time on their hands at the time because niggas couldn't go nowhere, mm-hmm. couldn't and do shit. But like we spoke on the, but like we spoke on the phone like as homies. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like we would just be chopping. That's it just up. your boy. Right. Yeah. But best believe, I'm still taking notes. I'm still like dissecting what he's saying and dissecting okay, shit. Do you and, think? Do you think that's why y'all talked every day, night? Like, not only because y'all had a genuine like connection mm-hmm. with one each other where y'all you just cool to talk to, he right. just cool to talk to, but he wants to make sure that his likeness is portrayed correctly, I'm sh- I'm and you want to make sure that you portray his likeness correctly. Right. Yeah. Did you but call him a lot of times with that intent? Like, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Nah, or you just a lot of the time, if anything, if I called him, usually I would call him on some like. What you watching on Netflix? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, just check in. Like, he'll text me like, yo, what's good? You know, what's goody? You know what I mean? Like, yo, nothing much, chilling. You know what I'm saying? And, like, sometimes I have a question or, like, I need advice on something and I hit him up. And a lot of the time those conversations, like, I I had a conversation with him this morning. You know what I'm saying? So, we, we, we talk very often and then... I remember probably like late in the year I came out to LA because he was doing a pop-up. He does pop-ups often of like, so he does woo weird. Oh, okay. So he does pop-ups often in different cities. So I came out to LA and that was interesting because I really got to like see him in his element for real for the first time. Uh-huh. I really got to see him. Hustling? You know I mean? Hustling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even down to like how he counts money you know what i mean like just all the I, like i was able to like hone in on like all the details how's he count money quick you know what i'm saying <laughs> just like you know like it's crazy yeah, it's, you know what i mean it's, it's routine to it's him. routine That's and funny. a lot of the stuff that i saw i applied it to this season mm, i applied it for sure i'll give you an example episode three when your car got towed yes Yes. <laughs> so, the moment when my car gets towed, remember the the tow guy? I'm like, yo, I pull out some money. I'm like, yo, what if I give you this? Right, counted it without right. looking and shit. Right. Okay. So this is what happened. That's 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 crazy. Okay. On set, when right before we filmed that scene, they gave me like this skinny ass stack of money. I said, no, 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 I need more than that. They gave me a little more. I said, no. I that's not how power rolls. That's not how power rolls. I need why did shit to right. But the reason I knew that is because I actually was around this nigga. And you seen the stacks he's we fucking. We was having with. a conversation. Nigga pull out a stack of money out his pocket out of nowhere. I didn't know he had that much money on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga just whack. 
<laughs> but that's just how it go. Wrapped in rubber bands. You know what's you know crazy? What I mean? Is I noticed that too. When I seen the episode, I was like, that's a fucking stat, yeah. nigga. You know what I mean? How did that torture guy not <laughs> give him that car back? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I like details matter to me so much because the details is what makes shit specific. I noticed you know the fuck out of that detail. You know, like And that so, was you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like beautiful. so this season allowed me to really like even that but what was also great about this season was was our crew. Like even down to like the costume, like Melissa Vargas. What's up, Melissa? Melissa. She's our costume designer. She's fantastic. She the one that found all that Carl Kanai? She found all that car can I. Okay. And she's very collaborative. You know what I mean? Like my my costume fittings were conversations. Like, yo, what do you how we feel about this? Oh, Sometimes, she's accommodating. Cause a lot of times those motherfuckers be like, uh, okay, I'm not listening right, to you. Right. No, I she need was to listen to very the collaborative. It was it That's was dope. Sometimes I would FaceTime power like, yo, what you think about this right here? Mm-hmm. Like, nah, 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 you gotta put the uh, put the, uh, 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 nah, this go together, nah, son, make sure you got the uh, uh, that's how power do it, nigga. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Is that how he ends that's the how, shit? That's how power do it. With a, with a, with a third person right. exclamation mark, nigga, okay? I love it. <laughs> so yeah, man, this, this season... It's 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 dope that you 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 noticing that stuff because this this season I really got to to play with that and and you best believe next season I'm going further with it you know uh, what I mean I was just in Miami with him okay with the whole Wu Tang damn that shit sound lit yeah nigga. I know I know I know it was <laughs> now that you tell me to kind of stack oh. this nigga roll around with oh because my if it's one thing I know about Miami it's a place where you got to be one of them niggas. Oh man! And then you was with them niggas. Oh man! And you are portraying this nigga, so mm-hmm. you know he was trying to stunt. Mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs> man, Miami, and that was my first time in Miami. Damn! You want to go period. back to Biscayne, don't you? That was a good time, man. <laughs> that was a good time, bro. That was a good motherfucking time. What was some good game that he gave you to embody that character? Like something that he wanted to make sure you had. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. And it helped me season two. One thing that really stuck out that he said to me was, "Yo, you're not a rapper. Yeah, you're not a rapper." I they bet. Get, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. You are not the rapper. There's you know a lot of rappers on right. this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That ain't you. That's not you. Yeah. You're not a rapper. We leave that to them. Yeah. We getting this money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that kind of really helped with, because I think season one, I was, you know, as the actor, I was like, damn, like, they promoting, the way they promoting the show, it's like, it's all about these niggas. Yeah. The actors, the rappers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son, like, there's other people in the cast. Fuck. Fact, fact. Important, too. Right. But when he told me that, I said, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it kind of, it helped shape even how I approached this season. You know what I mean? Like, episode six, Protect Your Neck. Where they, that's the episode when they, when they first record that episode. That's my favorite episode of the whole season. Mm. Because that episode, not only does it look good on, on camera, but as a cast, that was the first, that, that episode specifically was when we really became the Wu-Tang. 
Like that's really when it like really hit us. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, like yo, we we that. Right. This is us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you remember at the end of episode six during the credits when you see us like doing the like little ciphers like during the credits, you remember that? Okay. Do you remember that part? Oh, okay. You want truth out of me? Listen, let me tell you something, nigga. <laughs> if you go, if you go back, like during the credits, where like each each person is like going around and like saying a verse, saying they they protect your neck verse. Yeah. That wasn't scripted. That was very. That that was just so happened. The vibe was so good. The beat was still playing, and niggas just went into their verse. Did that? And the cameras were still rolling. Hard. So. I love we got through the whole shit. Yo, we got through the whole shit. It was like, yo, son. Uh-uh. Next thing you know, Rizzo walks in. We were like, yo, what the fuck? We didn't know he was there. Yeah. He was like, yo, yo, bomb, bomb, da, 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 da. That was a magical ass month. Mario Van Peebles directed that episode. Damn. All right, so I got to tell you the truth, bro. But I heard you was coming on here maybe like two, three days ago. Uh-huh. And everybody was telling me, nigga, Wu-Tang, the best show ever. Nigga, Wu-Tang, the best show ever. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You hadn't watched it I hadn't watched a goddamn thing, right? And so two days ago, nigga, I started watching Wu-Tang. Okay. Loved it instantly, nigga. Loved it. Season one or two? Season one. Oh, shit. Loved it instantly, right? Okay. Season one so fucking long, nigga. That's what, 10, 11 episodes? 10, 10 episodes. 10 episodes, bro. Each season one, one is helped a... me get through the pandemic. Okay. That's what got me on the season one. Okay. That's hard as fuck. I fell in love with the show. That's a, that's a, we got a lot of viewers during the yeah. pandemic, actually. That's mm-hmm. when I discovered it. Or actually, nigga, I started watching. I watched all of that shit yesterday, nigga. Okay. Nigga, but I had to do it. It, it reminded me of when I started watching Game of Thrones. Because I started okay. watching Game of Thrones... Two seasons before Game of Thrones ended. So I had a lot of catching up to do. Uh-huh. And it's long ass episodes. Like yeah, it's eight yeah. episodes like an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn near, right? And so like I would watch it. I, I, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna learn everything about this shit because learning these episodes helps me with the talks. Okay. Like when I have people on here. Like I seen season two, episode three, and it helped with the conversation yeah. I just had with you. Nigga. I worked so hard trying to watch all them fucking episodes, bro, because I would be watching it at nighttime, I'll fall asleep, I'll wake up, have to go back to wherever the, <laughs> the fuck I left off of. I neglected, I neglected my family, nigga, neglected my baby, like, fuck y'all, nigga, Wu-Tang, nigga, Tang, nigga, Shaolin Dynasty, nigga, like, leave me alone, I'm working. Word. I'm watching Hulu right now. Word. No, but like, I, I was diligently watching that shit. And I even noticed the significant change in your character from season one to season two. I stopped at episode four. Okay. And I was like, Danny, tell me everything that happened <laughs> season two because I'm not finished. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, there wasn't enough time. Because he knows I watch life. that shit faithfully. Oh, he does. Word. When he a new does. episode drop, Word. And I'm on it, and I'm on it now. Good. You know good, what I'm saying? Good. And all of my friends are telling me, nigga, this is. This is the shit that you live for, nigga. Yeah, rap man. and acting and and like. Have you seen episode six? No, that's why you, you just asked love me. Love episode. You six. just asked me about episode six. You say you seen it right, and I was like, I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> you nigga. will love episode six, bro. I'm telling you, that's a really like I've never I've never seen. So the episode six is about RZA creating protecting that. Mm, okay. And the and how he produced that beat. 
I've never seen anything on TV Crazy. that portrayed it like how they portrayed it. That's Crazy. amazing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that shit was dope. I can only imagine. And I remember <laughs> reading the script. When I got the script, I was like, how the fuck they gonna make that? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we reading and it's like, how, how, how that's gonna look? And seeing that shit, Mario, Killed kudos it. to you, man. Killed it. He, he directed the finale too, actually. Damn. Mm-hmm. I can, and then like, I don't even have a right to ask about the finale because I ain't even caught up. I don't even know what the fuck happens. But I tell you this, what? nigga, that talk, that power had with the bus driver, Mook, epic. I was just with Mook in Miami too. Mook is a real, real person. Yes, the, oh, Mook is a very shit. real person. Damn, the bus yeah. driver is out here standing Mook in Miami. Mook is the manager of, of, of the Wu Tang. I yeah. seen that shiny He's ass watch, nigga. I was like, yo, this nigga. Literally did the dope game correctly. Shout out to Banger who plays Mook on Wu Tang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know Banger from The Wire. Yep. Oh, from The Wire. He's from The Wire. Never watched The Wire either. What? I know, man. That's Calm good down. TV. I I started. The Wire got me through the pandemic. I was mm. watching that. I started. I started it, and the same thing happened. I kept falling asleep and waking up. Yeah, and the first to couple of get up where slow. I left off. It and starts slow. I just never went back to it. I, I have been going back to Wu-Tang, but I didn't go back to the wire. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I but everybody talks about how epic it is. It's one of them it's one of them black people moments that I that I just keep on hush. It's like not knowing how to play spades. Like you just don't say it out loud. That's the same way I feel about the wire. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I nigga, you. I don't tell people I don't know the wire. But it's good T V though. Yeah. You started watching Wire as an adult? Yeah. Me too. I, yeah? just, I started Binge watching it in 20 every single episode. I was hooked. Because it, it, it starts off slow. Season season one, like maybe like the first three, four episodes is like, okay, what the fuck? What is this? Mm-hmm. But once it starts, you can't stop. Once it gets going, it's once gone. Once it gets going, it's going. Top, yeah. three, top three shows of all Oh, time. my God. It's really, really. Better than Family Matters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. Top three for The me, Sopranos, for sure. too, though. You should watch The Sopranos. Mm. I just started watching it's Sopranos. It's good. So it's really okay. good acting. Okay, let's do this. What's your, what is your top top three TV shows? Of TV all shows time? of all time. Yeah, you can watch it. Start to finish. Martin. Okay. Martin, Seinfeld, and mm. King of Queens. Those are my favorite. Oh, TV those type shows. of shows. I thought Any you were talking TV about like Wire and the, I, that's TV, what I'm talking about. If it's TV, nigga, it's TV. Because for me, it's, it's Martin for sure. Martin Number is one. the best show ever made. I yes. rewatch Martin every. I probably could, there's not a moment I can't watch Martin. three times a week. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, easily, easily. Mm. Martin is my favorite comedian of all time. Damn. See, like, but as far as shows like The Wire, I don't even stuff know like why that, I asked these. It'd questions. be like The Wire. Snowfall, Snowfall and Breaking Bad. I couldn't get through Breaking Bad. I, I, Ooh, I, Breaking Bad was really good. I, I recognize that it's good. Those are top three for me. But I recognize that it's good though. What's your top three as far as those type of shows? Um, you talking about murder shit? Startup, which I just watched this year. Startup is my favorite show of 2021, even though it came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite show. I haven't watched anything this year that was better than that. Mm. Except for Wu-Tang. <laughs> Except for Wu-Tang. <laughs> for sure. Um, Startup. Um, damn. Startup. 
like a serious like drama type shit. The wire is not up there for you. It is. It is. But it's like I feel like that's so cliche to say. Like it's, it's a great good show, TV. Bro. It's good, but like it's good to everybody. Right. You want your own. Yeah, ass. like, what's my shit? What's my good shit? Right. Startup. Uh, startup is really good. Um, what's really good TV? Um, okay, when you say them kind of shows, what do you mean? I like Sopranos, The like, Wire, You know, Breaking that serious like shit. When niggas get popped? Niggas just getting popped all the time shows? I guess. Drug shows? Yeah, those be good shit. HBO shows. shows. HBO shows? Okay, Okay, go on. Go on with your answer. Startup. (laughs) See, but I always prefer to watch comedy. I love to laugh. Right. So I always prefer comedy. We're going to get to that next thing. So, startup. Have you ever seen this one show called Startup? Cause I really think you'll like it. I don't know. <laughs> Start up Sopranos and the Wire. I don't know. Like I can't think of. I like comedies. I right? I like right. to laugh. Right. For That's sure. the, those are the show. Oh. Oh. Like oh I'm bugging. Lovecraft Country is really good. Mm. That was really good. I I was hot when that didn't. You know get what renewed. else was really good? When that didn't get renewed, I was distraught. Yeah, I was too. I'm not surprised. Somebody about, rubbed I, somebody I wrong because like that show as a whole. Deserved the second yeah, season. Somebody, somebody rubbed somebody wrong. Yeah, it had to be. There was some inside shit that was like, no. But that's an important show that I'm happy that it, it came happened. out and it exists. That's For a good sure. show. But also, fucking, uh, have y'all seen uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 I always had a crush on Journey Smoothie. <laughs> Me too. What's Since that show? By you. What's <laughs> that show on HBO? She just got an Emmy. Issa Rae. No. Uh, she's British. Um, yes, are they? That's a horrible I British will accent. You. Yes. What happened? I will, I will destroy, destroy you. you. Never heard of it. Excellent. It's good. It's oh, really good. The writing. Mm. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Chef's fucking kiss. Man. Mm. That show for me, like Lovecraft Country, was my favorite TV show. That show was my favorite ensemble. Oh, here's a question I wanted to ask, niggas. What is the most... What's your top three? I tried to avoid it. I see you struggling to think about it. It's hard, bro. And then, because I was like, I'm not even sure what the category is, by the way. Like, what is it, just drug dealing? (laughs) We're not talking about sitcoms. We're talking about shows. Martin and all that shit is sitcoms. Okay, so then shows, nigga, I'm going to go with... um, Fucking Game of Thrones. I'm gonna go with. It's so good. Niggas be getting popped. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go with Breaking Bad. Okay. And I'm gonna go with. That's all I got. See, but it's like everybody like Game of Thrones. Everybody like Breaking Bad. But it's a reason everybody. I know it's good. (laughs) I get it. I get it. But like, I watched a couple of episodes of Breaking Bad, and I recognize why people fuck with it. I recognize why it's good. That nigga Malcolm in the Middle Dad killed that shit. I know. He's an amazing. That's not Brian Cranston. If I knew his name, I would say it. I told you I am not good with white celebrity names. I I feel We mentioned him on one of our last episodes. Right. And you think I will remember because I said it before. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a a great question. Okay. 
most underrated show of all time. Like you say that show, niggas be like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, and it, and I, I don't mean I don't mean any any type of show at all. It could be a sitcom, it could be a reality show, it could be whatever. Like, but like niggas ain't giving this show the props it deserves. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Huh. I had a guilty pleasure show. The Muppets. <laughs> it's called Grand Hotel. Grand Hotel is underrated. Grand Hotel on ABC is it underrated. Got canceled after the first after one season. Mm-hmm. That's usually so it was definitely underrated. Okay, what, but you, that was my shit, nigga. nigga. What was it? What was it about? It was some soap opera shit, but it was it was good. It was about this like hotel in Miami. I feel like it was uh, in Miami. Okay, had to be. Nobody knows this show, bro. <laughs> but you, no, that you shit was tight, though. That shit was, that shit was a high. Yeah. That shit was a high. It had, it had some juicy it had shit. Legs, it, had legs. it was one of them joints where like, you you be on the phone, be like, yo, I gotta go, cause I'm busy. I'm really about to go <laughs> bro, watch this show. You know what I'm <laughs> it was one of them shows. It was my guilty pleasure. Grand Hotel. You know I what? liked it. My shit was. Wendy Raquel Robinson is on that show. That. Is my girl, bro. She's excellent. She's supposed to be on this motherfucker very soon. You gotta have her sure. She she um has this acting school. That's how I know me. That's how I know me. That's how I know this nigga. And I know that nigga. From AGC because honestly, as a young black creative in LA, going through AGC is a home, like it's a hub because you go on sets. And you feel too black because it's so white. And you go to the hood, you feel too white because you're a thespian. Right, 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 right. But AGC is a home where you can find both of those things. Oh, AGC is a wonderful place, man. I I seen a show at AGC. I saw, I saw, I did a production of Hercules. Mm. Good. For sure, it was really good. I had the most legendary role ever played in a in a play called Pino. I went down in history for that motherfucker. We don't have to go into too much more detail about that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, my most underrated show is I was thinking about this the other day. That's why I asked the question. It's a show on Comedy Central called Nathan for You. What's yeah. That? So it's is it this adult swim. No, it's a white it's a white Canadian dude. <laughs> And it's basically like punked if punked met the profit. He takes random businesses and revamps them in a weird, funny way. Okay. Like he t- like went to a nail shop one time, and he knew that there were stereotypes that Asian people couldn't drive. So okay. he offered a valet service to the the nail salon, and he hired a professional stunt driver, and then like. The, the stunt driver would take people's car and just do crazy ass donuts in a motherfucker <laughs> to, to increase business. <laughs> like, and he would do that for any business, anytime. Like, or there was another time where um, there was a, a glass store, right? Uh-huh. And he made the store put, if you break, you buy in the window, right? Okay. And put the stuff close together. And then he went to a bar got some dude drunk and said, you know what would be crazy if we put on sumo suits and went to this glass store. <laughs> and this motherfucker went into the store in the sumo suit drunk as hell and like broke all the glass oh, and wow. then had to pay for all the glass shit. Right? Wow. Like he would do weird stuff like that. I thought that show was so fucking funny. That's on Comedy Central? It is. Wow. It is. It's hilarious. Can you think of any show that did not get the respect it deserved? 
I think it got the respect, but it's not really mentioned like that. But uh, you actually put me on to this show, uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah, oh, Shit's Creek yeah, is that shit. That's funny. Yeah, that's nah, Shit's shit. Creek is that funny. That's just hilarious. Funny. It got awards, but it didn't It doesn't get talked it about. It doesn't get enough. talked about enough yet. Mm-hmm. For, For sure. sure. It did It did its thing at, at that one award show that one year. <laughs> but that show was great. I, if I remember what award show it was, I would say it. But. It's pretty funny. I watched it. Yeah, the Is that what it was? Those guys. Whatever. <laughs> Nigga, that shit was funny as fuck. Okay, so then sitcoms. What's your what's your what's your favorite sitcoms? Oh, Martin Seinfeld, King Seinfeld Queens. and King of Queens. Martin Seinfeld, King of Queens. Okay. Martin, Wayne's Brothers, and Jamie Foxx show. Mm. Ooh, those are really good choices, bro. Okay. Those are really and I good. Could be, I could sit and watch every episode every day. Uh, Wayne's is good. A lot of people don't talk about the Wayne's. Yeah, brother. they don't That's get the respect there. That shit's. A, I still don't. watch episodes. Right Spoon now. did his shit on that show, bro. I oh, love yeah. John Witherspoon in that show. He yep. killed that role. Yep. And I seen a lot. I seen some behind the scenes shit that they did, where they would like think about quitting the show all the time because mm-hmm. they couldn't get their way on in one way or mm-hmm. another like they had to bend in ways they didn't want to bend and spoon was like no it's about it's about getting um what's that shit called when the show gets um put on all the time syndicated syndicated yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah syndication baby once you get that syndication you get that well, syndicated right mm-hmm. and they got syndicated and they was like that that was spoons doing because they was gonna quit that show a few, they was gonna quit that motherfucking show a few times. They also didn't want to hire him as the father. Really, Sean said that uh, him and Marlon fought for for him to be the pops. They oh, wanted uh, the network didn't want it, and they the, did. Yeah, mm. the the network actually wanted Danny Glover to be the dad. Ooh, that would have been a mistake. Yeah, no. but they were like, we not doing the show if 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 school ain't on it. Yeah. That's what Danny Glover humor is too dry for for um what they were doing. Yeah, you know I mean, they had some wet ass humor. But that show was great, man. Mm-hmm. I love Wayne's Brothers. Mm-hmm. That show was Me funny. Too. All right, so my sitcoms, I am usually very embarrassed about my answers because they are whiter than I want them to be. Y'all niggas be having real nigga answers, bro. I'd be like, I said Damn. two white shows. I said Martin. That's yeah. my black show. Okay, Seinfeld. so my black show is definitely Fresh Prince. Okay. It goes Fresh Prince. It goes... Um, the Office. Oh yeah, The Office. I love The Office. And it goes Seinfeld. Yeah, man. Right. Seinfeld is Seinfeld is good. epic, bro. I've seen every single episode. Yeah, I've that was my go to sleep show for a minute. My go to sleep, <laughs> like like when I'm going down to bed, I'll watch That's Seinfeld. A great go you to know s- me? go to bed show. Right. Excellent. It, when I was a kid, it was my sign to go to sleep. I was like, up oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld's up. Seinfeld and Mash. When Mash or Seinfeld came on, I knew it was bedtime. Right. Right. But as an adult, it's the show I go to sleep to. Here you go. The honorable mention for you is uh, Arrested Development too, right? Oh, that's a good one. I love Arrested. That's oh, a good one. That would go that under my lot. under my underrated um, yeah. shows. Like I was gonna actually mention it. It don't get the respect it deserves, nigga. That fucking chicken. Their chicken noises is so fucking epic. <laughs> then it was like, what are you, some kind of chicken? Ta-da! Ta-da! Like, do any noise a chicken would not do. <laughs> and the whole fucking cast would... You're a chicken. <laughs> that shit was 
funny as fuck, bro. Like that that is one of the sets I wish I could have worked on. Mm-hmm. For sure. Arrested development seemed like the funnest shit ever. Um what else I wanna talk about? I wanted to talk about fucking music, nigga. Okay. Oh, I'm before we music. do that, let's do another round of celebrity network. Oh, Danny okay. has called in a round of celebrity network. This round celebrity is Will Smith. Come on, I know that one. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Um, Carlton. Alfonso oh, Rivera. Rivera is worth $11 million. 20. I say $9 million. Yeah, I just want to give you your props, bro, because you're really that good at the great. randomness of great. your celebrities, bro. So we have Alfonso Ribeiro at seven million dollars. Mm. Go ahead and take your shot. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I gotta take a bathroom break after this. Oh, we can, can take we a bathroom that? break right after. Let's break. take the shot and then let's take you a pee break. Cheers, Cheers. to Alfonso Rivera. Oh, okay. Ribeiro. I forgot. Huh? Is his name Ribeiro? Ribeiro, yeah. That is what the fuck I said. I try moving normally so. You just think that I'm not. I can't escape the thought of you. Good or bad, it's all you. I go to sleep at night, and there you are in my mind. I had enough. I'm so through, so through it. The thought of you, it's getting really hard, and I can't pretend this battle against my mind. I can't win. I reach for you so far. KBHD is. Yeah, I'm a Kelly. The, the, the YouTube nigga? What? Uh, on tech, the tech nigga on YouTube. Marquez Brown. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know that nigga's office was where we shot Wu Tang? You see? Nice. Wow. That nigga gets everything, bro. And I met that nigga fucking twice. You was kind of starstruck by this nigga? I was very starstruck by him. But I don't get starstruck like that. But I was starstruck by him because it's like, yo, son, I've been watching you for years. I get starstruck by the most random people. That's bro. what I'm saying. So it's like, yo, nigga, I've been watching you for a long time, B. And you're here? What the fuck? But, you know, I try to be on some, like, you know, brother to brother shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, son, like, yo, like, yo, you doing this, son? Like, yo, as a nigga, like, yo. Kudos to you, be like, yo, son, like you are the tech nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you need a review on a on on a phone or on a computer. You watch his shit. Yeah. So I was trying to like, yo, give it his props and shit. His whole team is white. The whole squad, white boys. How you feel about that? It make me feel a kind of way, son. 
It made me feel a kind of way. Because I was like, yo, because I, I pitched to him. I said, yo, I want to be on your podcast. Because he got a podcast called Waveform. It's called the Waveform Podcast. It's a good podcast? It's whatever. All they do is talk about tech. Mm-hmm. Him and this other white boy. They just, who? We're talking about <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like it's just they just talk tech. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, like, yo, I'm into tech too. I'm onto that shit. Like, I would love to be on the on on your podcast just to be a part of the conversation. Slash, I feel like it would be a good look for both of us. You know what I mean? On some like, yo, because I try to incorporate. You know, Power created the first Wu Tang video game in 1999. Mm, I remember it, that video it came out. Okay, and it was it had a Similar, y'all remember that video game? Um, uh, remember when Def Jam had like a fighting game? Vendetta, Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta. Mm, I do so remember Wu-Tang, that. Jam. Their sh- video game was similar to like that, so th- they were like the first of its kind of Ooh. that kind of game. Mm. So I like I told them about you know like shit that were like this will pique your interest, bro. Right. This is you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Send him a very professional email because he's like yo, just take my card. Send him an email, that nigga ain't never got back to me, B. Mm, you still yeah. feel some type of way about it, huh? I, be, I don't watch this video. I watch this video still, but it's not my go-to anymore. Mm. Mm. You'll you know? see it when you see it. I see it. You used to subscribe I, to I it, used, but now you'll see I'm it. I'm still subscribed. You no, I'm saying like you subscribe on paper, but like right. mentally you subscribe. Right. It's gone. So. It's gone. Going back to social media, bro. Yes. Is that a responsibility you ready to take on? You get what I'm saying? Because the way you interact with people changes somebody from being a diehard mm-hmm. to a meh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck that nigga. Like, yeah. like, and it's just because, like, Cause he it's, just didn't he just didn't get back to your email, right? Like, mm-hmm, how many mm-hmm. times? That happens all the time. You know what I mean? And right. now you personalized it, and now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a quote somebody told me once. They were like, um, when you talk, that's when, people, that's when people start to hate you. Mm. But when you say nothing, that's when people start to forget you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So which one do you really want? You know what I'm saying? That's like a you, good point. You, you spit your shit, mm-hmm. you're going to get more people hate that, that dislike you. But you say nothing, nigga, out of sight, out of mind. That's very true. You know what I mean? That's very true. I mean, like, you know, like, I've, I've noticed the pattern on, on, on social media these days of, like, yeah, the more you post, the more people want to engage, the more people want to want to know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I guess for me, I don't want people to know that much. I mean, and then, <laughs> and then they, they also just know as much as you let them know. Right. And it's not, like, just because you do this right now. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you gotta post it right now either. Right. Like That's your true, camera, true. your phone has memory, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you can post some shit you did in L.A. when you were in Miami. That's. that's I mean, very true. there there is social media manipulation. That that's that is. You true. can give people a lot, and you can give them nothing at the same time. Technically, I'm posting shit right now that I took a picture of months ago. Right. Because that's when I was filming. You can schedule posts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's you can, true you can too. do that. You know what I mean? I can be here talking to you and my Instagram could be posting some shit like, yo, we outside, nigga. I think, you know what I, mean? I think it's me adjusting to the era that I'm in. 
Because what like, era did you grow up in, bro? I'm old like, school. That's I, what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like your soul is, nigga. How old are you, though? Like, come on, like <laughs> I'm in my thirties, nigga. Me too. That's so what it's I'm like saying. for me when I came out, it's like it was it was about the work. Like it was about just like what your resume looking like. Mm-hmm. Like what's what are you what are you working on? Mm-hmm. As opposed to you know the followers and and all of that. So I think for me, I'm still like adjusting to what that even really means. There's actors that I love, I don't give a fuck how many followers they got. Like, yo, I like your work. Yeah. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Whatever you in, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um and they probably only post when they work. Or like they don't they don't really post they don't even, or they don't even do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to I feel like for me I'm trying to like find that that medium. Medium. You know what I mean? Um uh I mean, you know, today has been a good day on social media because nice. the finale of Wu Tang is out, and you know, and you know, I'm getting a lot of love for it, which I appreciate. Thank you. Um, so now I'm like, okay, so like, what am I gonna post when, when the after the season finale? Like, right. Am I gonna post? I am going to the, I'm going to London next month. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna post some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, there's, 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 there's there'll be some things some to post. There'll be some postable shit. some things to post. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I'm 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 figuring it out. But I'm also understanding the benefits in that. But guess who's just like how I am? Power. Denzel Washington. Power. Oh, power's nice. the same way. Power has an Instagram too. But like, you know, like we're I feel like we y'all are both, different. Y'all are different, bro. We we, we we we. You're a public persona. Power yeah. is not. Right, that's true. Y'all move differently. That's true. Social we, media is not as important to him as it is to you. That's very true. That's true. That's true. Although, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> He's on some whole he, different he, shit. That's bro. true. And that's true. y'all not the same age, bro. We not. You, I understand that you identify yourself as older than you are. Mm-hmm. I right. got an old soul. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So you know. Speaking of that, tell us about your spirit animal, Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah, nigga. <laughs> I got a Yo, room. what's the deal with Marvin Gaye? Bro? I got a whole room in Mr. my crib Mr. called Marvin's room. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. a Drake room, man. Right. Well, I call it Marvin's room because I have a picture of Marvin Gaye in it. Um, but that's kind of like my parlay room. That's kind of like where I chill, where I relax. I got a TV in there. Did you have this room before Drake had a song called Marvin's room? Okay. I, that's the. <laughs> it's it's where the that's where the idea stemmed. Yes. Okay. I like how you incorporate Drake in every episode. <laughs> I don't try to, bro. I literally love this. I nigga, fuck bro. with Drake. He talking about me, <laughs> nigga. I literally come into this podcast like today we will not talk about Drake, and I still <laughs> talk about up. this nigga Drake. I I guess I do, man. He Shout comes out to up. Drake. His birthday was the other day. It was. I didn't get to go to his party. I was busy. Yeah. Mar- Marvin and wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin's room in my crib. That's that's kind of like where I parlay. I smoke a lot of weed. That's why a lot of weed is smoked. That's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Marvin's room is the shit. Yeah, that just sounds lit. Why? Yeah. Why the fuck you from? like Marvin Gaye yeah, so much, bro? Where did that come from? Because okay. I, I heard you say, and maybe it wasn't these words, but like you was like, Marvin Gaye is like my spirit animal. Like I, I connect with this. I, I know you didn't say like that. My spirit, my 
spiritual father. That's what spiritual I said. Spiritual father. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's even deeper. Like, it is even deeper. So I became a Marvin Gaye fan in college. The okay. way it happened was I had I was freshman year, I was leaving class, I was on my way back to my dorm. I was a virgin and I was like, I got to give it up. I was not a virgin. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those, remember those iPod Nanos? Yeah. yeah. I had one of those. And my roommate was a, like a, he was a, uh, like an engineer major, but like music engineer. Okay. And his name is Mike. And he had a shit ton of music mm. that he would just give to me. This was before the, like, the titles and the Spotify's. It's more streaming. Yeah. You know? So he gave me all this fucking music, and included in that was a bunch of Marvin Gaye albums. Mm. And I remember... Albums like vinyl? No, no. Digital. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I remember on my way leaving class, it was a Friday. I was like, you you know, I know all these, you know, let's get it on. What's going on? You know? Yeah. I know these The songs. cliches. You yeah, know. I know the cliches. So I said, I want to hear a song that, like, you know, I don't hear. It was a song called... Till Tomorrow. Okay. I've never heard that song. Fire? Fire? Changed my life? That's made me change. Shit. Made me change my screen name? Till Tomorrow by Marvin Gaye. It's on... Uh, what's the name of that album? Midnight Love. Midnight Love, I think, is the name of the album. It was his last album. Mm, that's his, that's even deeper. That's okay. the album with um, sexual healing on it. Okay. That's a good ass song. It's called Till Tomorrow. Okay, I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> I have, I have to. Ooh, that's a good song. But that was the song that made me a Marvin Gaye fan. Mm. And I remember after that song, I said, "Who is this nigga? Whoa." Who is this? <laughs> Who is this? I, I fuck with this. And I was a Marvin Gaye fan ever since. And from, from that, like, I, I studied the shit out of Marvin I read two different books about Marvin Gaye. I watched documentaries. I know about Marvin Gaye. There's, there's not really much you can tell me about Marvin that I don't already know. Okay, so I got a question for okay. you. Um, after studying him, what made the connect, like... I understood you heard a song mm-hmm. you liked, but what was the connection piece like? Like Jay Z, right? Yeah. He was born on the same day Fred Hampton died. Yes, he was. So he identifies with Fred Hampton. I was born on the day Fred Hampton died. Uh, uh. Real niggas just multiply. Uh, what's that line? Oh, that's on. Uh, that's on Watch the Throne. Yep, that's I your favorite rapper, nigga. Tell him. Real niggas just multiply. Ooh. Yes. I love that line. I love that line. If I don't know the bars after that, I'm going to say the same two again, nigga. Hey. Let's go. Hey. Yes. He was born on the day. But, like, uh, but like um, he, that's his identification with him. Like, I get why Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's correlation with Fred Hampton reminds me of your correlation with Marvin Gaye. Okay. But I feel like there has to be something else besides you hearing a song and you liking it. He there just had spoke, to be some, spoke some to my other. soul, B. Like he, like well, we. What we, was that commonality that you felt? Man, I got a tattoo on my wrist or on my my forearm. 
on my wrist too, but I, I have a tattoo on my forearm that says to share is precious, pure and fair, which is on my favorite Marvin Gaye song, I Want You, which I have a tattoo of right here. It says I want you right there. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. Marvin, 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 he just speaks to my soul, man. I feel like him, like, we just, we just see eye to eye on a lot of things. Mm. There's a particular, like, interview of Marvin Gaye that I watched over and over again where I was like, yeah, this... I you gotta tell me, baby. I don't understand what the fuck <laughs> happened in this interview. I, yo, it's that a, made you say it was things. an interview he did in 1983, okay, or 84, which is the year he passed. It was it was right after it was right after he you know he won his first Grammy in 1983 or 84. The year he died. Yeah, he huh. won his first. He deserved one before then. Grammy for for sexual healing. That was the first Grammy he ever got. Bullshit. Which is like, whoa. Yeah. All the music and talent he's been delivered and that's the first one? Right. That's crazy. Right. Um, ah, man, he just, he just, he just speaks to me, man. Like, there's just something about him that just, that Something about the place he speaks from. Yeah. It just talks to you. I have a hat. I have this, like, green, like, beanie hat Mm -hmm. that every time I wear it, I'm, I'm, that's like low-key me in my Marvin Gaye mode. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm on my Marvin Gaye. Nigga, when you got that beanie on, nigga, talk to Marvin me nice, Gaye. nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm talk on to my... me, only talk to me through the grapevine. I'm on, I'm <laughs> on my Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Word. You seem you identify as an old soul. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You're not even old. I'm not that old. That's um, what I'm saying. Like you, I I know that your favorite music is '90s R&B. I love R&B. I love I, R&B, period. You know what's interesting about that? I feel like when you tell people that, mm-hmm. because you're in Wu-Tang, <laughs> they think that you're saying 90s rap. Okay. They was like, oh, okay, you like that rock him? You like that? Like, I've, I've heard I've heard you get that response before. Okay. And then you and then you low-key be sneaking like, yeah, no, them niggas is cool. <laughs> they are right. But I was talking about right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, like when you, you, you put up today? Yes. You was Damn like, it. I said, I, I knew that about you. So I was like, what 90s R&B y'all want to listen to? And I started playing the 90s R&B. This nigga was in the chair like, oh, we grooving over here. <laughs> yeah, this man. Nigga, this nigga was in his bag to the 90s yes. R&B, bro. I love it. And then, so like, who are, who are your 90s favorites? Tony Braxton. Tony B. Okay. Tony B. Um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Carl, uh, Carl uh, Thomas? Uh, Carl Thomas, "Summer Rain" is one of my favorite songs. Mm, you hold it. You holding Carl Thomas up there with Tony Braxton. Carl Thomas is arguably a two-hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna hold him up there, bro? I'm going. I'm going strictly off of the song. I wish "Summer Rain." Summer Rain. Okay, so then I guess number three is like Jimmy Cozy air, like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, this is number three. Uh, 90s R&B. Brandy. Yeah, Brandy, Brandy is nice. But Brandy's mad nice. Yeah, not for sure. Brandy's mad nice. Brandy did. Oh Brandy,
owned the 90s in her own respect. Yes, she did. You feel me? Yes, she did. She cleaned up. Brandy's madness. She cleaned up so much that her little brother made a porno with the biggest star in the world today. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that she's the biggest star today was because that was Brandy's brother in the porno with her. What was the last time you heard that song, One Wish? Um, I would have to... Surprisingly, the last time you heard surprisingly, it was very recently. <laughs> That's a good song, y'all. No, me too. That was That's like a last good week. Song. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was listening to it today in the shower. <laughs> that song is good, son. That song is good. That's that shit. That song got got was the cause of him and Fabulous's beef. Why? Because this nigga was singing that shit at Floyd Mayweather house on the piano <laughs> before the fight. Like, and then mother every comedian was like, "What in the fuck is this nigga Ray J doing?" And then he got into that beef with Fabulous where where he was like, "I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my homo thugs to go fuck Fab in the booty." You remember that? <laughs> no. That that interview Loki put the Breakfast Club on the map. Said, no. The Ray J interview? I mean, yeah. he was their first guest ever. Fact. He was their first guest, but they got pushed to another level when after the Floyd Mayweather fight, when the pre-show was Ray J singing on the piano in Floyd's living room and motherfuckers was like what in the fuck does this got to do with boxing? I remember that. That's when and, Fabulous was making fun of him on Twitter. That's when Fab owned Twitter. Oh. Fab was that nigga on Twitter, right? Anything he said was just glorified to the utmost extent. Fab was lo- Fab was yesterday what Freddie Gibbs is today. Gotcha. Like Freddie Gibbs is that nigga on Twitter right now. Gotcha. But um Fab went in on this nigga. Kevin Hart went in on him and everything. But he felt some type of way about Fab going in on him. And then he was like, this nigga Fab got me fucked up. Don't you know I got indoor pools and outdoor pools. I got indoor basketball courts and outdoor basketball courts. That broke ass nigga gonna call up to Charlemagne. He gonna call up to the breakfast club and he gonna apologize. I'm gonna make sure DJ Clue make sure this nigga pop. You don't remember this shit, nigga? This was an no. epic time in history. Mm-mm. Oh, that's because you spend all your time in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> that was an epic moment, bro. But listen, that nigga Ray J saying one wish at Floyd Mayweather house before the fight. Niggas was like, who in the fuck wants to hear one wish right now? Wow. <laughs> I was in the same vicinity with that nigga a couple nights ago. Ray J? Yeah. Ray J is a wild nigga. I met that nigga at Diddy House when I dj a party over there. That oh, nigga was word. cool as hell. He cool. Yeah, nah, that nigga cool as hell. He be going to jail a little too much. <laughs> I guess me and Ray J are the same nigga. <laughs> Might be. Right. But, uh, 90s R&B. You said Tony B. Tony B. And Carl Thomas. And Carl Thomas mm-hmm. are in your top tier. Well, that's who I'm thinking about today. Okay, okay. And Brandy. This is what I think. Who, is there like a 2000s artist that can compete with 90s artists? Because like, can Keisha hold a a Campbell to them niggas? Like, I think Chris Brown. I mean, would Chris Brown be considered a 2000s artist? Absolutely. Chris Brown could definitely, I think Chris Brown could. could, Right, because, I don't know, Chris Brown's an excellent singer to you? I think he gets the job done. (laughs) But as a total package performer, he's he's top tier. 
top. But top like his tier. singing, I'm not like, God damn, Chris used, Brown, what the fuck? No, good. Trey Songs is killing Chris Brown when it comes to vocals. I don't know about that. Vocals? I mean, yeah, yeah. Sonically, but, I'm talking yeah, just sonic. Yeah. But like, if I want to see you, uh, give me Chris Brown any day. Pause. Well, Chris Brown makes be- better, to me, Chris Brown has better songs yep. than say like a Trey Songz. He has thing. a stronger you team, know, too. He has a stronger team. Short, way stronger catalog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the team is out there looking for the catalog. Yes, like they're paying, true. they're paying people to get these songs. I feel like Trey Song is more hands-on with the writing than Chris okay. Brown is. Chris Brown is more of a machine. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he inevitably will have better songs. That's true. Right? But I'm thinking of um, like there's a lot of really good singers in the '90s because. You had to know how to sing in the 90s. You had to know how to sing. Auto tune was not there outside of Avant? a select people. Select people. Ooh, Avant. Wasn't he like R. Kelly's cousin? Avant? Isn't that how he got on? I feel like that was a thing. Did I make that up? <laughs> you made that up. Somebody. <laughs> Avant was my nigga, though. No, Avant separated. I fuck with yeah. Avant. Ooh. We can't stand one another. No, Separated. Yes. I my new mission for the next for the for the for the uh twenty minutes we got left together okay. is to think of songs that get that emotion out of you because I love when this nigga's like that's my shit. I love Avon. Yeah, I love sure. Avon. What's your favorite song from Avon besides Separated? My favorite Avon song. Four minutes? It's on that album. It's definitely on that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I literally asked that question to stump you, bro. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have set you up like that. What you mean? I can't even think no, of no one song. I want to give you. I want to give it to you. Right read now. your mind. That's I a good one. I can read your mind, babe. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Or nothing it's in this world with Kiki uh, White. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in this world with Kiki Wyatt. That's what I think I'm about to do. I see got a song. Wait. Uh, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me pull up the album. Let me. Let me. I just gotta see. Here you go. Man, I got Here you go. Old ass cheating. He pulled out the technology. Now you need technology. How are you an old head and technology based? I know I'm like real technology and tech nigga. I'm I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. But you real old school. But it? I'm but I'm old school in terms of my mm-hmm. approach. Oh okay. You one of them you one of them my niggas that that'll school. make one of them vinyl playing MP3 players. Maybe. I got <laughs> No nigga. <laughs> I got a vinyl player at the crib. I do too. That I love that shit. I got a lot of vinyls. I've been collecting vinyls a lot lately. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I got over that. I was over that phase. Them motherfuckers is heavy. They're heavy. They're kind of expensive. Yeah, there's but it's worth it though. No, because some, some albums sound better on the vinyl. No. Yes. You just like. <laughs> That's what that means. You just enjoy. Cause that's the only shit that shit. Oh, just put some dust on this shit. Nigga, it sounds better. Like, fuck out of here. Nigga, it doesn't sound better, bro. If anything, okay, okay. I hear you. 
It sounds what like I, what it's it, here with me. <laughs> <laughs> what it does is it allows you to focus on the album because you got to turn that record. Mm, you yeah. gotta turn the record. Fuck that. <laughs> you not gotta turn the record. Right. I will focus on making sure my phone stays charged. <laughs> 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 One question that I wanted to ask is what's like a dream role for you to play? Whether it be like a biopic or just a character that you would like to play to show your skills. Um. That's an interesting question, bro. I mean, ultimately, I feel like when it comes to dream roles, like most of the roles I can think of, like on stage, like I want to do a play called Zoo Man. That's like one of my favorite plays by Charles Fuller. I want to play Zoo Man in Zoo Man. Um, uh, Troy, yeah, Troy, Troy, Troy in um, Fences. August Wilson, that's one of my dream roles as well. But I kind of want to, like, when it comes to, like, I guess TV and film, I want to play, I, like, really want to play, like, somebody that's, like, strung out. You want to play a drug addict? I do. I really do. Like, somebody that that's really fine. fucked up. That's fucked up. Kendrick got to do it before you did. Yeah, but, uh... You could do I, it. I, 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 I want to play somebody, I want to play somebody with a with a, with an addiction. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would really, I, I want to approach a role like that. That's tough. Because I feel like I, I could really, I would be, be able to really like get into the mindset of that, like of having an addiction, like whether it's to a drug or whatever the fuck it is. But I want to play a character with some kind of addiction. I think that would be really dope. Mm -hmm. I actually got a couple things for you. Okay. What did, um, what did, um... What did Power tell you to remember when you was um when you was on set? Remember this. Oh, that I'm not a rapper. Sign up to this shirt. It says I'm not a rapper. My drone business. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> this is for me. It is. Okay. I also got you this one. It says. I'm from Book. <laughs> Mind your own business. Let me see. Oh, shit. This is dope. I am from Brooklyn. Right. Mind your own business, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that, and you know what's funny about that shirt? After I made it, I was like, damn, I got to market this shit. I got to get some Facebook ads on this bitch because this is dope. some Brooklyn niggas would be like, hey, I'm from Brooklyn, yo. Mind your own business. Like, yo, son. That sounds like some shit you're any, saying. Anytime you're from Brooklyn, you always got to pop that B. Yeah. Like, we always, everybody from Brooklyn say the same Say it the same way, y'all. I'm from Brooklyn. Where you Brooklyn. from? I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. It's the, you gotta put the book. The book. I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. My own yeah, man. From Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. My own business. I'm walking in. <laughs> <laughs> this is dope. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it. And actually, I think that is a good time for us to wrap it. Okay. For One real. More shot before we wrap it. Ooh, we can end it on another round of. Everyone's favorite game, Celebrity Network. Da, 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 da. Who's the celebrity this time? Uh-huh. Um, let's do um, Marcus Calumet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yo, there's some shit on the internet, bruh. 
I fuck with you. Please, uh, let's not do that one. <laughs> let's do. Um, Od, help us out. Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's a good one. I would have never expected that one. He did the Matrix. He got a he bag. Keanu Reeves. Mm, he also did them other movies. I'm gonna say Fifty. He did Speed though. Fifty. And Speed Three. Fifty. I'll say I'll say eighty mil. Eighty mil. I'm gonna go with eighty-one mil. Y'all two niggas got to take a shot. Hey. He has a net worth of $350 million. The Matrix, motherfuckers. The, yeah. the, one of the best. I was going to take big... a shot regardless. I was looking forward to this shot. All right, right. For sure. Y'all two niggas. <laughs> cheers to y'all two niggas having to take this shot. <laughs> Damn. John Wick. One, two, three, four. <sighs> Not he does do multiple movies with one, twos, and threes. Even Speed Week ass he had did. three movies. There's four John Wicks. The fourth one just wrapped like this week, and he bought all his crew. Roll- he bought all the stuntmen Rolexes. Oh. Why did you say that too before? much money? If everybody got a Rolex, everybody got a Rolex. It's clearly three th- hundreds <laughs> of millions. Damn. Right. Okay. But listen, as you can see, we are not very good at guessing celebrity networks, so we will continue minding our own business. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all mind yours. Get your celebrity network. You just asked me about the social media shit. Mind your fucking business, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, nigga. <laughs> Thank you for coming and Absolutely. chatting with me, bro. That shit Thank was amazing. You for having me. That was great. <laughs> That was Meg the Stallion at the end. Can we please cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> Is there more pop? I got more.